man, I had a chance, you know, in some of the suites and the club level, walking around, hearing Dan and TJ and Lomas and the crew uh, just rocking the MICs during that Lions game. You know, Dan, I know you've been in Ford Field a long time calling Lions games, but the crowd noise in the first two, uh, I was there for both as loud as I've ever heard it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, it is, it's a fantastic building when it's full and when it's loud and these fans have a reason to cheer. And, you know, Dan Campbell has made it clear it's incumbent upon the team to give them a reason to show up and to give them a reason to cheer. And uh, there is a real, we know that. I mean, we know that from the Bears game on Monday night. We know that from from certain points, and I can point to different plays that I felt like the roof was going to come off the place. So we we know what that building can be. But you know, the fans are going to do their part. It's about the team doing their part to turn that into the place we know it can be. And um, you know, early in the season, you're kind of living off equity. As you go further, you got to earn it, and I think that's what they're trying to do right now. What has surprised you about this team two games in, and even with all the excitement and loud crowds, what still concerns you? Uh, you know, I, I think the offense, I, I knew it was going to be good. I felt it was going to be good. I felt the pieces were there for it to be good. But, you know, 35 and 36 points in two games, um, you know, and, and even with that in each game, having a four-possession uh, kind of run where you get nothing out of it. I, I think that tells me that the production is really high right now, and it can be higher. I think they're certainly leaving some points out there on the field. Um, you know, what has surprised me? Uh, look, I'm still not sure what that defense is. I felt like they got pressure on Hurts. They just couldn't find him. I felt like if they brought the same pressure on Wentz, they would find him. They had five sacks, so that turned out to be true. And I think it's the same thing this this past week. The run defense, look, not good week one, much better week two. They did a great job against Gibson, which is where you really have to start against Washington is shutting down that running game. So um, I'm, I'm looking for consistency on the defense. I'm looking for an identity. I'm looking for them to kind of show us who they are. And I don't think we've seen it yet. I think we've seen the possibilities. But when they settle into some consistency, you hope it's the good kind. And I think that's ultimately what I'm looking for there. Dan Miller, radio voice of your Detroit Lions, talking about the one-on-one start here on the Meyer Guest Line on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah, the culture, the skipper chant in the locker room, uh, the sidelines, you know, watching these games in person and, and seeing just a, a real culture. Uh, there, there's so much to like about this team, still work to do. But when I look at the NFC North, and I was talking about it during my opening segment today, Dan, uh, it, it's not a juggernaut division. Uh, the Lions' schedule after two games actually looks a little bit softer uh, than it was when it was the fourth easiest going into the season. I know it's still the NFL. We watched last Sunday. Anybody can come back and beat anybody. But, you know, for two games in, I expected a one-on-one start. Philly looks like a potential Super Bowl team. You watch what they did to Minnesota. You look at the Lions. Uh, this game on Sunday is kind of a NFC North scene setter. Well, you only get six of them, so right. you got to take advantage of them. And this is, I think, an identity game for Minnesota and for Detroit. Now, look, they both put themselves in position where if they lose, there's certainly plenty of time to to right the ship and you know find a way to get wins later. But I mean, somebody's going to make a statement on Sunday, and somebody's going to you look. Minnesota's already done it with a win over Green Bay, but. 
somebody's going to make a statement Sunday between these two and walk out of there two and one feeling real good. The other one's going to walk out of out one and two feeling they got, you know, more work to do. But um, this is this is what it's all about. You know, this is what it comes down to. It comes down to beating the teams that you ultimately have to beat to win that division and to, to be a playoff team, to get a home playoff game, whatever it might be. But th- there's no hiding from what this game is. This is, this is a, you know, a, a divisional battle between two teams, both of whom think they're pretty good, and both of whom, you know, the Lions are in year two of, of a new regime. The Vikings are in year one of a new regime. So they're looking for an identity. They're trying to, to be a team that can make statements. So I guess it's, it's a big week. I thought last week w- was huge for, for Detroit to avoid an 0-2 start. I think this is big for other reasons because it really gives you an ability to, to state you know, who you are and what your intentions are this year in the NFC North. So it's, it's going to be raucous. You're going to have an angry Minnesota team like you had an angry Detroit team this past week. But um, anger isn't going to carry you to victory. It's going to be whichever team can, can execute and make plays and, and play the better football that we've seen from them this year. Minnesota looked much better in week one than they did in, in week two. And, and the Lions certainly were able to finish much more often in week two than they were in week one. Dan Miller, voice of Lions here on the Huge Show, joining us talking about the Lions one and one uh, start. Um, who's impressed you the most from a year ago to where they are today in a Lions uniform or a Lions coach? Who who really has stood uh, out to you, making an impact that maybe you hoped would happen, but it is unfolding right before your eyes when you're calling the games? Well, I think Ben Johnson's been great. I think he's been great calling plays. I think that uh, the end around the Amon Ra was the play of the game on Sunday. Momentum was shifting back towards Washington. He needed a big play. He had set that up. He called it. They executed it beautifully, and it really put momentum back on Detroit's side. Um, Amon Ra has been just a terrific playmaker, and it just looks like sky's the limit for what he can ultimately be as a wide receiver. Uh, he just he's so, dri- he's so talented to start with. And he's so driven to maximize his talent. You wish every player was like that. Um, Swift is who we thought he was when they drafted him. He's a playmaker. You just want to get the ball in his hands. The biggest thing for him is just keeping him healthy and keeping him out on the field. Jared Goff is doing what I think we all wanted to see him do, which was to take a team with weapons and score points. And I think there's more there for him. Um, You know, defensively, Hutch getting three sacks and a half, that's exactly, that's more than you want to see out of the number two overall pick. I mean, three sacks and a half for anybody at any point in their career is big time stuff. But now it's about, it's about consistency. And I think that's what you're looking for. Jeff Okuda, man, I love what I've seen from him. The kid is fearless. He just sticks his nose in there anywhere. And he's been pretty good in coverage. I'm sure he'd tell you there, there might be one or two he wants back, but um, he's such a willingness to come up and tackle and to make plays that that type of thing is infectious for a defense. And, and I just love what I've seen from him there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking to see some of these other guys on defense to kind of step forward and show that they can be difference makers because that's ultimately what you're looking for in this league. Guys that, that can make a difference, guys that can change a game. There's not a ton of them, but the more you have of them, the better off you're going to be. And the better teams – they have guys that can, they can change games quickly, and that, that's what you're looking for from the Lions. Amon Ra can do that. Swift can do that. 
Um, golf working with some of these other weapons can do that. Can't do it by himself, but look, Chark's the guy that can open up a field, and, and when they get Jamison Williams in there, he's going to be one of those guys. I think, look, um, Panay has been awesome, man. I mean, that, that kid is such a talented player. You know, he and Decker both did a great job on, on Sweat this past weekend and then keeping that exterior rush out from Washington and concentrating on the inside where those guys were obviously up against it with those two former number one picks, and they all did a nice job. So, look, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to clean up. There's a lot that still has to identify itself, and I think that's what probably most teams are saying right now two weeks into the season. Fun to watch, man. You talk about game changers, the speed of Rodrigo, uh, the edge speed of Hutch. Uh, You look at Board. uh, I love the blitz calls. Uh, what they were doing, I just, you know, Elliot gives them some experience and the ability to get after the quarterback. They're doing things I haven't seen from a Lions team ever. I know it's only two games in, but exciting to look ahead to Minnesota on Sunday. You can hear Dan Miller, Lomas Brown, TJ Lang tearing it up on the Lions radio network. Also, Dan on TV uh, in Detroit. Appreciate your time, my man. Always good, man. Appreciate you having me. Thank yeah, you. Back at you, Dan Miller.